FLF Fine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, and W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando, on a happy Friday to you. Glad you're here bright and early at 6 o'clock for our first check of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Here and now on the News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM, AM 540, and the iHeart Radio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, the gun debate intensifies. More in one minute. And we'll ask you, if the president pitches gun control, where is your breaking point with him? Next on Good Morning Orlando. 601 on News Radio 93.1. Following the two mass shootings last weekend, some in Congress want new gun laws, but can that effort overcome the opposition in Washington? Doug McElway reports. Politicians, mostly Democrats, renew their calls for more gun control. Enough is enough. Republicans mostly resist. The NRA pushes back, confident in the loyalty of its 5 million-plus members and its clout in Washington. This time may be different. Internal squabbling, coupled with the sheer repetition of mass shootings, may have changed the dynamic. One key player in the fight appears to be signaling a step towards compromise. We're going to come up with something that's going to be really very good beyond anything that's been done so far. What the president meant by that remains to be seen. And NRI chief Wayne LaPierre has reportedly told the president that expanding background checks would not be popular with Trump supporters. That it would peel away votes from his base. We're going to test that here in a moment, Alan. Stay tuned on that, gang. All right, bud. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The lone Republican challenging the incumbent president in the 2020 election is former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld, who has a message for Donald Trump. It's time for us to say to him what he has said to others, which is we wish you would go back to where you came from. Weld speaking in Miami, where he was joined by Democratic presidential candidates Pete Buttigieg, Cory Booker and Bernie Sanders at the National Association of Black Journalists convention. Haven't heard from Weld in a long time. I mean, he is in the race against President Trump trying to take the nomination from him. And uh, interesting to hear from him out of South Florida. Yeah, just the one Republican there. He's the only Republican in the race. And right. just three Democrats showed up for that, that gathering, which is kind of surprising. Well, the rest of them were in Iowa. State Fair opened there, and that's a big deal. True. A Polk County woman is dealing with the tragic loss of her pet, Cynthia Robinson was with her pit bull at a retention pond near Lake Mariana yesterday when a 10-foot alligator attacked the dog. Robinson says she watched helplessly as the gator pulled the 100-pound dog below the water before re-emerging with the lifeless animal in its jaws. Florida Fish and Wildlife officers are searching for the gator. Boy, I got to tell you, that's something normally about small dogs, poodles, that sort of thing at the lake's edge. This is like a hundred pound appears to me to be some kind of a pit bull or pit bull mix. Right. And the gator took him down. Mm. Bad news if you were hoping for a quiet rest of the hurricane season. If NOAA forecasters are right, we now need to be prepared for above normal activity with 10 to 17 named storms, 5 to 9 becoming hurricanes, and 2 to 4 of them growing into at least Category 3 major hurricanes. Lead forecaster Dr. Jerry Bell says conditions have changed since their last outlook in May, leading to the up forecast. El Nino usually suppresses hurricanes, but now that it's dissipated, we're expecting conditions to be more favorable for storm development. We're entering the peak of hurricane season with about 95% of all Atlantic hurricanes forming between August and October. 
Eric Rodriguez, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Students in Panhandle areas still recovering from Hurricane Michael are just a click away from mental health resources. New kiosks are installed in schools that let kids video chat with trained specialists. It really is kind of a game changer, and it's really exciting to be able to provide this in a school setting. To have this access, it kind of works into the, the daily schedule for the student. First Lady Casey DeSantis unveiling one of the kiosks at Bay High School in Panama City. She says many kids continue to struggle as that region rebuilds. WFLA News Time, 6.05. A Chicago woman says she called 911 twice and nobody answered. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando. Nobody answered at 911? Yeah. Never heard of that before. Can you even imagine being in an emergency situation and having that happen or or get the message that you get so often? All our operators are busy. Yeah. We appreciate your call and we'll get to you just as soon as we can. The next representative will be available in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right, or 10 it is, hours. It is Chicago, yeah. though, so maybe they were busy. They were busy. They were. <laughs> you know, they might have been busy in Chicago, Yaffe. You raise a good point, and Melissa as well. That's our team, Alan, Yaffe, and Melissa, a.k.a. the Fox, along with the Bud Man, until 9 o'clock. Um, Alan, you set the table a moment ago. The NRA is warning President Trump, who's talking about serious background check um, gun control legislation that he wants to back. He's been on again, off again with this, that it's going to hurt him with his base. He's going to lose votes and by extension suggesting that it could lose him the election if he goes down that route. Um, we're going to give you an escalating scale of gun control measures that people talk about. And I want to ask you, and I want to ask Trump supporters this in a moment. Is there a breaking point for you where if Trump went for X gun control measure, whatever that is, at that point, you'd be done with him. You might not vote for a Democrat, but you might just sit out the election and not vote for Trump. Do you have a breaking point realizing that if you sit out the election, it essentially is another vote for the Democrats? So we'll give you the scale in a moment, and we will talk about this together. 407-916-5400 on the phone. Our toll-free is 866-916-5400. If you want to be a texter, be our guest. It's always open at 23680. We welcome your first name and hometown. Standard message and data rate supply. All that after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes. 608 on Good Morning Orlando. Headlining this gun-related story for you now, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is not going to cancel the Senate recess, which is now on, over gun violence issue. However, he says that expanding background checks and red flag laws will be, quote, front and center, end quote, when the Senate returns from its break after Labor Day. He also noted that he has tasked three Senate committees to address gun violence, as it is de and he is determined that something will be passed. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here in Good Morning Orlando. Welcome to the 50,000 Watt Front Porch. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. I want to engage Trump voters 
right now. If you're opposed to Trump, please don't call me or text me. I want reaction from Trump supporters. Those of you who are part of the rock-solid base of support for Donald Trump and have every intention of casting a vote for him for re-election. Now, the issue is gun control. If you are a Trump supporter, where is your breaking point? What gun control measure, if called for by Trump, would cause you not to vote for him? Not necessarily voting for a Democrat, but just sitting out the election, which essentially is a vote for the Democrat. Here's our escalating scale on gun control. Where's your breaking point? If the president calls for any gun control measure, calls for red flag laws nationwide, for banning high-capacity magazines, calls for universal background checks for gun sales, calls for a ban on assault rifles, calls for a ban on handguns, call us, Trump supporters only, please, at 407-916-5400 or hit the text line at 23680. While you're doing that, do you have a breaking point? Or would you be with Trump no matter what he called for in the way of gun control? Let us know. Let me give you the results of this morning consult poll of 2,000 registered voters, uh, plus or minus 2% margin of error. A morning, morning consult bills itself as a nonpartisan media firm that does polling and a bunch of other things. Here's what they found right now, and this was taken um, right after the, the massacres in El Paso and, and in Dayton. So there's emotion here, but it's also a very recent reading of where the American public and Trump voters are on gun control measures. Overall, 73% of voters support stricter gun laws. Um, that would be 91% among Democrats, but 54% among Republicans, more than a majority, want stricter gun laws of some kind. And independents say 70% of us want stricter gun controls. The poll found that 55% of Republican voters, let's call them Trump voters, are comfortable now with banning assault weapons. 90% of Republicans, Trump voters, would back universal background checks for gun sales. Um, also, beyond that, for the general population, the poll shows 89% of voters want to block gun sales to people who have been reported to be dangerous uh, by law enforcement because of uh, mental health issues. 84% of voters want to prevent People convicted of violent misdemeanors from purchasing guns, 83% support limiting gun purchases to those 21 or older, 80% think there should be a mandatory three-day waiting period before someone can take home a gun, 72% support banning high-capacity magazines. Where is your breaking point with the president you support? He may pitch universal background checks. He's been on again, off again with that. Red flag laws. Beyond that, I mean, is that it with you? Are you done? He drove the ban on bump stocks, and it did not hurt his numbers really at all. So where is the breaking point for you as a Trump supporter? Give us a call at 407-916-5400 or text us at 23680. Very interesting, Alan. You know, they say within the White House there is a major debate going on, and the president is having a debate with himself over this as well. And the warning from the NRA, uh, hey, you know, you better not go down even the background check road or you are going to get 
you know, you're going to get hit and you're going to lose support from that base. I found the NRA aspect of this troubling. You know, President Trump uh, tweeted earlier this week about background checks. Then it did not appear in the speech that he gave uh, regarding the uh, mass shootings in El Paso and Dayton. And now we find out that Wayne LaPierre, the head of the NRA, contacted the president and uh, gave him this warning that if you go for background checks, you're going to lose support. Now, are we concerned that uh, Wayne LaPierre may be dictating U.S. policy here? Well, I don't know. I mean, anyone has a right to get in the president's ear. Sure. No question about it. I don't think the NRA is as influential as it as it once was, but it is still a very powerful force. Well, yeah, and what made it influential in the past isn't the organization itself, but it's people, you know, lots of Trump supporters who support the Second Amendment and support the NRA. And so what really concerned him, I think, was you're going to lose a lot of support if you do this. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do that. So. Is LaPierre right? Is it is it background checks that would say I'm done with Trump, I'm sitting it out on Election Day? Or is there some other form of gun control on our escalating scale, and we'll read it again after the break here, that would cause you to say, I'm done with Trump? All right? Doesn't mean I'm voting for Biden or whoever wins the nomination on the other side, but I'm not voting for this guy on Election Day. Do you have a breaking point, or do you not, on gun control and the president? 407-916-5400. Love to hear from you. Trump supporters only, please, on this. Everybody else, just... Sit back, take a chill pill, and listen, if you will. All right, text line 23680. We'll get to it after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on the Friday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Headlines, and while we're talking gun control with you, Orlando's mayor, part of a nationwide call for new gun laws, Buddy Dyer and more than 200 others in the U.S. Conference of Mayors have signed a letter addressed to each party's top senator. The letter urges Republican Mitch McConnell and Democrat Chuck Schumer to support two bills designed to close background check loopholes. Congress out of session, of course, but the letter also urges McConnell and Schumer to call their colleagues back immediately. No sign yet that that is happening. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Once again, we are talking gun control. And here's the question for those listening out there. If you're a Trump supporter, where's your breaking point? What gun control measure, if called for by Trump, would cause you not to vote for him? Here's our escalating scale. Any gun control measure? Red flag laws nationwide? Banning high-capacity magazines, universal background checks, banning assault rifles, or banning handguns. What you want to do is call us right now, 407-916-5400, or hit the text line, 23680. All right, let's go to the phones. we got John on the line from New Smyrna Beach. Good morning, John. Good morning. Hey, what are your thoughts on uh, gun control and Donald Trump? Well, first, yeah, I'm definitely a Trump supporter. And as far as the gun control, I don't think we're going to see anything real radical coming out of the Trump administration. Uh, background checks, I'm all for. I mean, I can't believe the NRA would not be for that. That's very disappointing. Uh, we got to keep the guns out of the, out of people who shouldn't have them. And as far as, you know, not voting, staying home, that is not an option. Because if we if we let the Democrats get in there, if you think you got problems with gun control now, uh, heaven, look out, fellas. 
All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate the call. Yeah, he said all fair that, you know, anything short of gun confiscation, which this president would never call for, uh, he will be voting for Trump in 2020. But interesting, John is for background checks and said he was disappointed the NRA is against it. And the morning consult poll shows among Republicans there's majority support for uh, stricter background checks. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, 90% want that among Republicans. You talk about a changing tide, that would be it. Chris, good morning to you and welcome to the debate from Orlando. Is there a breaking point for you with the president? No, no, I don't. I don't see a breaking point. I don't think. I think that gun control. Uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to treat a symptom and not the real cause. Um, do we need to be safe? Like the last caller said. Yes, I agree with background checks and and doing that, but it's not the root cause of the issue. So I will still vote for Trump because whether no matter what he says on this issue. You're rock solid, Jim. Thank you very much. The texters are checking in on this question this morning, Yaffe. And again, we're asking for all Trump supporters and your breaking point if he pitches a particular gun control measure. Yeah, one person uh, says Trump 2020, no matter what. So I guess none of those things would be a breaking point. Uh, Raphael from Claremont says, I'm with the president. Everyone agrees we have a mental health issue in our country. And the only way on the gun debate to battle that is with background checks. It will need to be ironclad and not changeable or expandable, though. I think President Trump will come out for um, stronger, more universal, more extensive background checks. I think he will take a look at this poll here uh, and and say, wow, I've got 90 percent support among Republican voters, which are Trump voters with few, few exceptions. I would not be surprised Uh, to see the president go that route. He's been hot and cold on it. He backed off it during his speech in the wake of the the tragedies earlier this week after he had said he was going to pitch stronger background checks. But I I think he may go back for it. There have been two uh, background check measures that have cleared the House, bipartisan measures that have been blocked in the Senate by Mitch McConnell. Yeah, and he now says he wants something passed in the area of background checks and or Red flag laws, the likes of which we have here in Florida post-Parkland. And FYI, Mitch McConnell has gotten more than $1 million in contributions from the NRA. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? May show that the NRA is not the powerhouse that it once was. They've internally been in disarray. What are your thoughts on the way this is going to play out, Melissa? Oh, I don't think there's any, any there's no change going to be happening at all. I really don't think there is. They don't get anything done. No, no. And they're certainly not going to come back early like these mayors are gathering and trying to get. <laughs> yeah, McConnell has said that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not going to happen. Do you all have a, do you have a level, um, if, if, you, if you're proposing to vote for Trump in 2020, where you said, if he did this on gun control, I'm done with him? You know, it's very interesting. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not against red flag laws, but a lot of this stuff, we need to define it. You know, we say stronger background checks. Well, what does that even mean? <laughs> you know, people say, oh, I'm for background checks. Well, they're well, already the, background well, checks. The, we have the, to the, define the, these the, terms. There's what's called the gun show loophole and but that, that kind of thing. that doesn't cause mass shootings. There's no evidence that these people are buying guns from gun show loopholes. So is the attempt here to actually stop mass shootings or is the attempt to just have more gun control and use this as a way to get to that? Yeah, well. It's a legitimate question. It's just a way to stimulate voters. I was looking at the Pew Center for Research, and honestly, gun violence is actually down 
from last year and the year before. So, But it's no comfort when you have these mass shootings sure. of totally innocent people. I agree. You know. But, you know, we get reactionary, and then we try to do something for a minute, and then we forget about well, it. Well, there is some emotion, I'm sure, in those poll numbers here, and some in the voices of our callers. But we've had rock-solid Trump supporters who say, even if he goes for universal background checks, I'm with him all the way. You know, I'm with him all the way, and support yeah. for those background checks, which which lines up with what we're seeing in the morning consult poll. We will get back to this topic. And uh, right now, though, we're going to get to the news with Alan. Bud, we've got more trouble at various Walmarts and a murder-suicide in celebration. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 629 on Good Morning Orlando. Glad you're with us on the 50,000-watt front porch. I I know those text messages are fascinating, but you know. They are. It's unbelievable what's coming in here, and (laughs) we'll get to some of them along the way. In the meantime, Alan, what is it with Walmarts these days? I don't know, but a Tampa-area Walmart is dealing with another bizarre incident. 56-year-old Michael Hudson was arrested yesterday after police say he drove his golf cart into a store in Gibsonton and hit several customers. No one was seriously hurt, and this is the same Walmart where a man allegedly threatened a shooting last Sunday after the deadly mass shooting at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas. Meanwhile, a heavily armed man walked into a Walmart in Springfield, Missouri, and a chaotic scene followed. Police say he video recorded himself walking in the store and recorded people's reactions to him. He is under arrest. He was compliant with us, um, but um, his intent was not to cause peace or, or, or comfort to anybody that was in the business here. In fact, he's lucky he's alive still, to be honest. Springfield Police Lieutenant Mike Lucas says the man had about 100 rounds of ammunition on him and was wearing body armor and military fatigues. No shots were fired and no one was hurt. Be interesting, though, to see what they charge him with here. Maybe the only offense, if that's a gun-free zone, that he had a weapon. Other than that, maybe nothing. We'll see. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. An Orlando police officer hurt in the Pulse nightclub shooting is in danger of losing his job. Officer Mike Napolitano has been out of work since he was shot in the head during the shooting three years ago. He says he received a call yesterday, though, ordering him to return to work or be fired. But he says he's not been cleared to return to duty. Police Chief Orlando Roland says he believes something can be worked out to avoid firing Napolitano. Osceola County deputies say the deaths yesterday of an elderly couple in celebration appear to be murder-suicide. The body of the 83-year-old wife was found in the home on East Park Drive. The 84-year-old husband's body was found in the backyard. A firearm was found in the house. Sheriff Russ Gibson said there were no signs of forced entry. This is an isolated incident. We want to let the people of Celebration know that uh, you're not in any danger. I'm telling you, it just breaks your heart. That's how sad it is. Uh, When you see somebody that these two folks that are in their 80s and, and to lose their life like this. Names of the victims have not been released. A state trooper is hurt after a crash in Orange County. It happened last night at a crash scene on I-4 near the Sand Lake Road exit. The Florida Highway Patrol says the trooper was in a patrol car in the median when the cruiser was hit by a pickup truck. The trooper suffered minor injuries and no one else was hurt. 
Two workers are injured after a small explosion yesterday afternoon at Raymond James Stadium, home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The blast brought on by a gas line ignited near a vending area in the 300 level of the stadium left the venue with minimal damage, but workers did suffer burns and were taken to a Tampa area trauma wing. Tampa police say they have begun an investigation into the incident at Raymond James Stadium. The Buccaneers are currently out of town, set to face the Pittsburgh Steelers in preseason action on Friday. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. WFLA News Time 636. If you miss anything on Good Morning Orlando, check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio and go to WFLAOrlando.com for more details. Headlines right now, you know the big ice raids in Mississippi earlier this week. Immigrant rights advocates in that area are speaking out against the ice raids at food processing plants where nearly 700 illegal immigrants were taken into custody. The U.S. District Attorney's Office in that area, um, they are saying that the raids were planned a month ago. Search warrants were executed at seven locations in six cities, setting a record for the number of ice raids in a single state. Approximately three busloads of employees were taken to a military base for processing. Updates at least every 10 minutes on the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. News, weather, traffic. traffic, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. It's a new survey out from the Pew Research Center that finds, among many other things, that younger Americans trust their college professors more than they trust the military police, and church leaders. All of this just came out part of a study called Trust and Distrust in America. The Fuse Center actually uh, conducted the survey last year on a sample group of about 10,000 Americans from four different age groups, 18 to 29, 30 to 49, 50 to 64, and age 65 plus, okay? 74% of those, the younger Americans in the 18 to 29 age bracket, say they trust their college professors at 74%, but only 69% of them trust the U.S. military, and um, 67% trust police officers, 50% trust religious leaders. That Americans under 30, the study finds, are substantially less likely than their elders to express a great deal or a fair amount of confidence, particularly in our armed forces. When you slide up the scale toward older Americans... These percentages gradually go toward more trust of the military, police, and church leaders. Yaffe, you're the youngest guy on the team on Good Morning Orlando. Your thought on this? Well, I think to a certain extent, this has always been true. When people go to college, their professors, you know, kind of tell them something different than they're used to. They tend to question everything, question authority. But I think it's getting to the point where it's concerning. And a lot of this has to do with our pop culture. Our pop culture right now, the Hollywood types and everything else, they're constantly bashing police and the military and religious organizations. And young people pick up on it, you know? Well, and I think, you know, if you're talking about college professors, I mean, uh, this is a bastion of liberal thinking, you know, the, the, right. the, the faculties of, of all, so many of these colleges just stacked with leftists here, and they're indoctrinating these students, and they ultimately are brainwashing them, and these kids, you know, to get a good grade are going to have to toe the professor's line on the test. I remember actually feeling some of that pressure when I went to college, and that's a few years ago. And, and, and I think that that's what's going on here. I think there's a cynicism 
among the professors that have the students in their charge and under their control, really, cynicism about traditional institutions in America, like religion, like the military, like police. And I think they're open about it to their students even a lot more than they used to be. Yeah, it's indoctrination. It's, it's brainwashing, and it's having an impact. And I think, but I don't know, but it's my conclusion that it's reflected in that result in the Pew Center poll, Melissa. Yeah, I'd hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. Uh, I think a lot of the females are still enamored with male professors, especially at that time. I think the guys' brains aren't all the way uh, formed, so they're real pliable. So the message can be just given. Well, you know what I mean? The liberal message is, oh, we're so receptive because they are not mature enough at that point. Even in college, they're still trying to learn, still trying to open up. But I'm sorry, girls, but I've seen it enough times. I'm enamored. I'm going to listen and hang on every word. It must be gospel. Well, what do you think of that? Melissa's comments, Yaffe's, mine, the results of this uh, Pew Center survey. Young Americans are uh, more trusting of their college professors than they are of church leaders, military, or police. Yeah, interesting. A little disturbing, frankly, as I see it. What do you think? 407-916-5400 and our text line 23680. Um, We also will get back to our... um, polling on whether or not if you're a Trump supporter, there's a breaking point for you that if he pitches a certain level of additional gun control that you'll be done with him. And while you may not vote for a Democrat in 2020, you will sit out the election, which essentially gives a vote to the Democrats if you don't vote for Trump. Is there a breaking point for you? And if so, what is it on the gun control scale we shared with you? And we'll share it again here in a moment. Trump supporters, Do you have a breaking point with the president on gun control that he might pitch? Wait till you hear what's coming in on our text line, and we'll go to the phones as well. Stay tuned. It's coming right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines for you right now. President Trump uh, is naming an acting director of national intelligence. The current director of National Counterterrorism Center is Joseph McGuire. He's going to serve in the position DNI when Dan Coats leaves on the 15th of August. On Twitter, the president noted McGuire's distinguished career in the Navy. The president initially announced plans to nominate Congressman John Ratcliffe to be Coates' replacement, but withdrew his name amid controversy last week. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. News, weather and traffic for the best audience in talk radio. This is Good Morning Orlando on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Hey, Yaffe, I noticed Melissa's taking a little heat from one of the texters when she suggests that, yeah, female students are just so gaga over their male professors (laughs) that they just, you know... Whatever they say, they so go with. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, one person said, Melissa, give us females a little credit. We are not all that dumb. Oh, oh we're not all that dumb. She agreed with me. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go back to the big, the big topic of this hour, and we'll revisit later in the show on the issue of gun control. President's talking about you know, seriously getting into background checks, red flag laws, that sort of thing. Alan? (laughs) Hey, we want to find out if you're a Trump supporter, where is your breaking point? What gun control measure, if called for by Trump, would cause you not to vote for him? We've got this escalating scale here. 
any gun control measure, red flag, uh, red flag laws nationwide, banning high-capacity magazines, universal background checks, banning assault rifles, or banning handguns. Where do you draw the line as, as far as supporting President Trump? I got a texture here who says, and this is my, one of my favorite cartoon characters, in the Yosemite Sam voice, when I say Trump, I mean Trump. <laughs> He's in no matter what happens on gun control. What else is coming into that text line? Uh, a lot of people supporting Trump pretty much no matter what. One person said the socialist candidate is not an option. Trump train 2020. Another person said our president will represent us. No threshold for a uh, no vote. Second Amendment will not die in our America. Keep Democrats out of any le- leadership. Liberty will prevail. I like this one. I don't understand how removing assault weapons will make any difference. Sick people will find them through the black market. I don't support the president on this issue. I find myself owning several assault weapons, and I'm a huge fan of actually keeping them. Okay, we were asking for uh, the breaking point. Here's another one that says, no breaking point, all in for Trump. Another says, a national gun registry would be the breaking point. We're getting back into this later in the show Protests over a Trump fundraiser and a new hurricane forecast. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. 6.59 on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. And W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando. Good Friday morning to you. Delighted to have you with us here on our Friday show at 7 o'clock as we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic once again now on News Radio 93.1, WFLA FM, AM 540, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour a Trump fundraiser draws protests. More in one minute. And. It's called donor shaming, and it's got to stop. Our take in yours next on Good Morning Orlando. 703 on News Radio 93.1. A member of the Miami Dolphins is speaking out against the team's owner over his support for President Trump. Miami Dolphins receiver Kenny Stills firing back at team owner Stephen Ross on Twitter after learning Ross was hosting a fundraiser luncheon for President Donald Trump's re-election campaign. Stills tweeting, you can't have a nonprofit with this mission statement, then open your doors to Trump, referring to Ross's Rise Foundation, which according to its mission statement is meant to, quote, empower the sports community to eliminate racial discrimination, champion social justice, and improve race relations, end quote. Ross's support of President Trump has been public, their friendship dating back 40 years, now also fueling the backlash against fitness companies Equinox and Soul cycle, both of which Ross owns under the related company's umbrella. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. We're getting into this big time. I think this is a liberal's new strategy, and it's unfolding this week against Trump, and it is called donor shaming, and it is dangerous from either side of the political spectrum, as I'll explain. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. President Trump's comments about expanding background checks has apparently prompted a warning from the NRA The head of that organization, Wayne LaPierre, reportedly told the president that expanding background checks would not be popular with Trump supporters. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is not going to cancel the recess over gun violence issues. However, McConnell told a Kentucky radio station that expanding background checks and red flag laws will be front and center when the Senate returns from its break. That's a big change for Mitch McConnell. 
And speaking in Miami, Democratic presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg said the time for tougher gun regulations is now. I refuse to allow the Second Amendment to be treated like uh, like it is a veto on common sense. Every freedom has common sense limitations, especially when harm to Americans is taking place. And I think that's true of the Second Amendment as written. Buttigieg joining fellow Democrats Cory Booker and Bernie Sanders, along with Republican challenger Bill Weld at the National Association of Black Journalists Convention. Florida Fish and Wildlife officers are looking for an alligator that killed a Polk County woman's dog. Cynthia Robinson was with her pit bull at a retention pond yesterday and watched helplessly as the 10-foot gator pulled the 100-pound dog below the water. Hurricane season is kicking into high gear. August to October is the peak. Historically, this is when about 95% of all Atlantic hurricanes and major hurricanes form. NOAA lead forecaster Dr. Jerry Bell says they've upped the number of named storms to 10 to 17. 5 to 9 could become hurricanes with 2 to 4 growing into major Category 3 storms or greater. Kids in panhandle areas ravaged by Hurricane Michael will have immediate access to mental health professionals. That's thanks to new kiosks in their schools, one of which was unveiled by First Lady Casey DeSantis during a stop at Bay High School in Panama City. You guys have been through a lot. It's going to take a toll. So we just have to make sure that we're providing uh, every possible um, solution. DeSantis says parents also have the option of joining the video chat to help their children discuss their mental health challenges. WFLA News Time is 7.06. Back-to-school traffic causes a road rage shooting outside an Alabama elementary school. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at WFLAOrlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. You're never more than 10 minutes away from the latest news, weather, and traffic. News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Good morning, Orlando. Good morning to you. The Budman, Alan Yaffe, and the Fox with you until 9 o'clock. It is called donor shaming. Alan gave you the story of the Miami Dolphins owner taking heat from one of his players and from a lot of other people as well, people boycotting his businesses, all because he is holding a fundraiser for Trump today at his fashionable home on Long Island in the Hamptons. $250,000 to get in for lunch and uh, a photo op with the president here. And uh, earlier this week, we saw Congressman Joaquin Castro out of Texas um, tweet out the names and the employers of Trump donors, big-time donors in San Antonio, and admitted, yeah, this is just going to make them a little bit more comfortable, uncomfortable supporting the president or voting for the president. This donor shaming is bad for the republic. There's a fundamental First Amendment right to free expression that carries over into you being able to support whomever you want uh, in an election, in a campaign. Donor shaming from either side is a danger to this republic. But it's happening from one side right now as the Democrats flail around trying to find something that can weaken the president enough that they can deny him a second term, which is all they really care about. Donor shaming, our take and yours just ahead. 407-916-5400 or hit the text line, as so many have today, at 23680. 
first name in town welcome but not necessary standard message and data rates apply alan we'll talk after an update of orlando's news weather and traffic which is just two minutes away on good morning orlando it's 709 headlining an absolutely frightening story from police in springfield missouri they say a man is in custody after he caused a big scare at a walmart the man in his 20s was wearing body armor and military fatigues and carrying loaded tactical weapons. He grabbed a cart and began pushing it around the store while he filmed himself. A Walmart employee pulled the fire alarm to evacuate the store when the man in body armor walked out an emergency door. An off-duty firefighter held the man at gunpoint until police responded. Police say those weapons were loaded. The man had more than 100 rounds of ammunition. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Alexa to play News Radio 93.1 from iHeartRadio. So now from the left, donor shaming aimed at the owner of the Miami Dolphins, Stephen Ross, who's hosting in the Hamptons at his lavish home there uh, in New York, a fundraiser, a luncheon for Donald Trump and $250,000 a throw for a lunch and a photo op with the president. Big-time fundraiser, it occurs today. You know, uh, and, and his star-wide receiver for the Dolphins, Kenny Stills, uh, th- this is, he's one of the uh, national anthem kneelers, okay? He was uh, one, of the, one of the ones who went along with Colin Kaepernick, okay? So he's got a militant streak in him, you know, and he's bashing his boss who's done so much for minorities in South Florida and has been great for minority members of the football team and is loved in, 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 in South Florida and on the Miami Dolphins by all accounts. Uh, but that doesn't matter. He has a 501c3, a charitable organization, The Rise, it's called, that, that does work for minorities in the interest of equality, et cetera. And Kenny Stills is saying you can't be holding, you can't be donating to Trump and holding a fundraiser for Trump, you know, and, and, and live up to the, to the mission statement of this organization. And now a couple of the businesses that Ross owns, their high-end fitness chains, Equinox, and uh, what's the name of the other one, Melissa? You know, the other, the other. it's Melissa, it, it's what is it? It's Equinox and the other one, Soul Cycle, right? There you go. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. And I mean, th- those businesses, you know, which have a, apparently a very liberal clientele, they're all now calling for boycotts of Ross and separating themselves from all of this. Got an MSNBC guest last night say they want pitchforks and torches outside Ross's home today. This is donor shaming. This is very bad from either side, but it's not happening from either side, Yaffe. It's happening one from one side, the left against Trump. This is really dangerous, and the reason why is in a republic like ours, you're going to have people on different sides of the political aisle, but we still have to live with each other if the country is going to function. But right now you have people who say you don't have a right to live in this country, basically, and do what you want to do because of your political beliefs. Where does this lead? This could lead to violence and even worse, political segregation in every part of our society. This is really, really dangerous. What's your take on it all, Melissa, as you've watched this story unfold? Well, personally, I I like Stephen Ross. Uh, He's been kind of one of those under-the-radar guys. He's a billionaire, but have you ever heard of him other than the Miami Dolphins? No. He's in real estate as well. The fact that he can put together a fundraiser is a wonderful thing because this is the way the whole deal works. You raise your money. That way you're a candidate. You can take care of business. This shaming 
is just, it's uncalled for. And the fact that Julio and Castro got away with leaving up those donors on Twitter, and in comparison, Mitch McConnell's party got taken down for the, all the violence and incitement. It's just, there's such a double standard. I don't even know where to begin. I'm kind of boiling right now. What it is, it's a progressive level of intimidation here, all right? I mean, they're trying to paint the president as a racist. By extension, anyone who supports him has to be a racist. And if you donate to the Trump campaign right now, you've got blood on your hands. You've got dirt on your hands. There's something wrong with you, and you ought to rethink your support for this president. And right now, this is just donor shaming. But this will lead to voter shaming or just someone who has like a bumper sticker on their car that supports Trump shaming that person. That's where this kind of stuff leads. How do we live with each other in this country at that point? And the thing is, Michael, we were already there. People won't put stickers on their car because they're afraid of the, the repercussions. People don't acknowledge that they voted for Trump because they don't want to be shamed already. And now, if we've taken it to this level. You know what I don't want to hear? And you raised this issue to me yesterday, Melissa, is that you got a, you got a player, Kenny Stills, down there with the Dolphins. Blasting this owner has been so good to him. The owner has the right to donate to whomever he wants. I don't care who the boss here at iHeart in Orlando donates to politically. I don't give a rip. I can't imagine a scenario in which I would try to intimidate our top executives here uh, for whomever they are supporting. We can't go down that road, and I will not go down that road. I just think if you're making that much money, you know, you need to just be quiet. Um, so, I know it gives them the opportunity. They're like, oh, I'm making multi-million dollars. I can sit down. I can kneel. I can point everybody else. I, I would never point out the boss. And this guy's been so good to Kenny Stills and minority players and the Dolphins and the minority mm. community in South Florida. But when it comes to Trump, the end justifies the means. Intimidate a major Trump donor. Weaken the president. Take him down. It doesn't matter. The left is reprehensible, and Yaffe is right. He agrees with me, and I hope you agree as well. You can see where this might be headed and how dangerous this is for the republic, for our freedoms, but also literally, potentially, physically dangerous. Donor shaming. What are your thoughts? 407-916-5400. Text line 23680, where standard message and data rates apply, and where, as on the phones, first name and town are welcome. You're next after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on the Friday edition of Good Morning Orlando. Headlines from the Democrat campaign trail. Former Vice President Joe Biden still leading in the polls, renewing his attacks on President Trump. Campaigning at the Iowa State Fair, Biden said Trump aims to divide the American people. The Democratic presidential frontrunner also arguing that Trump is hurting America's standing in the world. Meanwhile, Biden called the middle class the backbone of the U.S. and said it must be rebuilt. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Talking about the latest weapon being activated by the left against Trump and his supporters and his donors, donor shaming. Melissa? So if I have, I was just uh, pod- positing this scenario with Michael off uh, during the break. If I have a house party and I invite a performer and I charge all of my guests 10 bucks to cover the cost of the performer, mm-hmm. do you have any right, bud, to say, that's a problem. I'm not going to go and support you on the radio anymore. 
No, you don't. Because it's my private business, and what I do with my money and my house and my people is my thing. Which is a, a parallel to to uh, Stephen Ross holding the fundraiser right. for Trump at his house today. Right. And an afternoon luncheon, an yeah. opportunity for some yeah. photos, for a talk to yeah. That's nobody's business. Yeah, and one of his star players, you know, to whom Ross pays millions, Kenny mm-hmm. Still, is, is, is ripping him, ripping him here and trying to shame him into not supporting Trump. Um, I, I should give you the Ross statement here before we go to a totally on-fire um, text line here. Stephen Ross, the billionaire, he says, um, I've always been an active participant in the democratic process and that he prefers to engage directly and support the things I deeply care about. I've known Donald Trump for 40 years, and while we agree on some issues, we strongly disagree on many others, and I've never been bashful about expressing my opinions. I have been and will continue to be an outspoken champion of racial equality, inclusion, diversity, public education, and environmental sustainability, and I have and will continue to support leaders on both sides of the aisle to address these challenges. Dolphins owner Stephen Ross. Texters? Lots of texters on this, but one person said, my wife gave me a MAGA hat. Now she's concerned that if I wear it, I might get attacked. That was Chris and Oviedo. I think a lot of people are worried about that. I saw a MAGA hat wearer in El Paso who was surrounded and intimidated by protesters in the wake of the mass shootings and the president's visit to that Texas city this week. So that kind of thing is going on. Yeah, another texter said, the progressive left are radical, militant, intolerant people that are pushing the Republicans to the brink. We are sick and tired and angry of their accusations, and they need to be careful before they get what they wish for. Here's another one. says, I guess I'm a racist because I support Trump. I spent three years tutoring in a black neighborhood during high school. My friend's best friend family is black, a great black family. So I guess that's what makes me a deplorable as well. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. All those things that you've done, if you support Trump, no. Oh, yeah, that's it right You're now. a racist. You're a bigot. You're oh, yeah. a deplorable. Mm. Yeah. Alan, you see the danger from either side politically on, on, on donor shaming? Well, people certainly have the right to support whatever candidates, whatever policies they want to. Uh, you know, and I think that should be separate from whatever business they may be involved in. I totally agree. I totally agree. Scares at Walmarts and a statewide credit card fraud ring busted. Those stories and others, plus elsewhere and traffic and weather together in just two minutes. 729 on Good Morning Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. Bottom of the hour right now. The Bud Man, Alan, Yaffe, and Melissa with you until 9 o'clock. Sound judgment coming up here for a great prize in this half hour. Rush with a morning update, but it all starts, as always, uh, with my co-host, Alan Spector. And boy, we all know what happened to that Walmart in El Paso. And what a scary Walmart story in the news this morning. Got a couple of them, Bud. A man is in custody after he caused a scare at a Walmart in Missouri. Springfield Police Lieutenant Mike Lucas says the man had the potential and capability to harm people. He walked in here heavily armed with body armor on in military fatigues and uh, and caused a great amount of panic inside the stores. The man, believed to be in his 20s, was carrying a rifle. He grabbed a cart and began pushing it around the store while he filmed himself. Police say the man had more than 100 rounds of ammunition. He was also wearing body armor and military fatigues. Boy, I'll tell you, that's a chilling story. Meanwhile, a man is facing a slew of charges after crashing a golf cart 
into shoppers at a Tampa area Walmart. Customers and employees can be seen scrambling out of the way as the golf cart roared past the front door of the Walmart in Gibsonton. Hillsborough deputies say 56-year-old Michael Hudson used the cart to block the entrance to the liquor store and demanded to speak with a manager. As they were trying to talk him down, they say Hudson hit the accelerator and smashed through the glass doors, then aimed for the checkout, hitting several people. Fire rescue treated them at the scene. Hudson faces several charges once he gets out of the hospital. Mike Stevens, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. And Bud, that's the same Walmart in Gibsonton that received a threat on Sunday after the mass shooting had occurred at the Walmart in El Paso. Oh, that's right. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Homicide detectives with the Osceola County Sheriff's Office are investigating the deaths of an elderly couple in the town of Celebration. The exact cause of the deaths will be determined by the medical examiner. However, Sheriff Russ Gibson said that in his experience, it appears to be a murder-suicide. A firearm was found in the house. Both victims were in their 80s. In Polk and Dade counties, seven people are facing charges in a statewide credit card fraud and money laundering case. Polk Sheriff Grady Judd says he has four suspects in jail. The other three are loose in Miami-Dade County. Do you know why they're still wanted and ours are under arrest? Because we operate with a sense of urgency. Dade County's going to get around to arrest them. Judd says the crime ring used stolen or fraudulent credit cards from Chase Bank to buy merchandise, then returned the goods and got refunds on their personal accounts. He urges consumers to sign up for credit card spending alerts. Gordon Bird, News Radio 93.1 <laughs> WFLA. Anytime I can put Grady Judd into a newscast, I do. Love he's, that guy. He's always a great soundbite, and he is no nonsense. And elsewhere. If you build it, they will come. People will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa. For reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway, not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door, as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around and you say, it's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. For it is money they have, and peace they like. James Earl Jones from the movie... Field of Dreams, Major League Baseball announcing the New York Yankees will play the Chicago White Sox at the site where Field of Dreams was filmed in 2020. The White Sox will play host to the Yankees in Dyersville, Iowa on August 13th of next year. A temporary 8,000-seat stadium will be assembled at the site for the game. It will be the first Major League game to ever be played in the state of Iowa. Will count as an official regular season major league game? Right in the middle of the cornfield there. Amazing. They're supposedly going to have, I guess, some kind of big window on the outfield wall where you can see the cornfields as they're playing baseball. I heard something about you will walk through part of a cornfield yeah, to I heard get that. into the stadium. I heard that too. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is incredible. Awesome. The movie goes back to 1989, but it still captures the imagination. How is this going to work, Alan? What do you think? I I think it's a great idea. I, I like these these event games that baseball is coming up with. You know, we had the London series with the Red Sox and Yankees over there, and they're going to continue that next year, and now we have this one. <laughs> the field of dreams. Man, oh, man. I, I literally got goosebumps thinking about this. Get your telescopes ready for an amazing show in the sky. Jupiter and Saturn will align with the moon this weekend. Tonight, the moon will appear close to Jupiter, 
Tomorrow night, the moon will be directly between the two planets. And on Sunday night, the moon will appear near Saturn. Photographers should be able to capture all three in the same photo on any of the three nights. I can't wait to check that out. And finally, here's a blast from the past from Mr. Las Vegas. Dark shame, darling, dark shame. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Yeah, thanks, Picture Wayne Newton, for the joy, not so much the pain. So says a Nevada mom who is suing Wayne Newton over his pet monkey. She claims the animal bit her daughter during a visit to Newton's former mansion last year. She wants $15,000 in damages, saying her daughter could require more treatment in the future. It's unclear how old the girl was at the time or the extent of her injuries. Wayne Newton, by the way, is currently celebrating his 60th year performing in Las Vegas. No, he is still out there? Yeah. That's right. A few facelifts downstream, but he's still out there. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and having a pet monkey keeps you young. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Just look for elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Thanks, Alan. You know, you look at the weather forecast, it just feels like it's going to be hot and humid forever. And here it's going to be for at least a couple of months. Great water park weather. And we've got tickets to a phenomenal water park unlike any other our prize on the sound judgment game. And if you're sitting out there and saying, well, my water park days are over, bud man, I'm not playing. Well, maybe you'd like to give those tickets to your kids or the neighborhood kids, your grandkids or whatever. It's a terrific prize and a nice, easy question for you on the sound judgment game. Company rules, you're eligible to win if you haven't won in 30 days. If you've won more recently than that, honor system, please abide by it and uh, step aside for others to have a chance to play and win. Only the toll-free is still available. Grab it quickly at 866-916-5400. More on the prize and the sound judgment question coming, followed by Rush with a morning update. All of this and an update here in Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on News Radio 93.1 WFLA-FM AM 540 and the Radio app. Headlining one of the talk topics we'll be into in our 8 o'clock hour, Universal Pictures now taking another look at its marketing strategy for a controversial film after three deadly mass shootings in a matter of days in this country. The film, entitled The Hunt, is a satire, they say, about a group of conservative so-called deplorables waking up in a clearing and realizing they are being hunted for sport by elite liberals. ESPN's already pulled ads for the movie, and the studios reportedly started pulling ads on its own, even though it is still set to open in theaters late in September. More on this in our 8 o'clock hour. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories all morning for you, and good morning, Orlando. Use your smart speaker. Tell Google Home to play News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Boy, our. Players for Sound Judgment didn't waste much time jumping on the 50,000-watt front porch. They are ready to go. And They're the, hot. 
They are, and we're going to cool them off, right, Melissa? <laughs> yeah, with a visit for uh, four people to the water park of the year. I mean, it's awesome. It's Orlando's newest, most immersive water park. It's called Island H2O Live. It's at Margaritaville down on 192. They have over 20 different water experiences from the slow to the fast to the kids as well, and you can win a four-pack today to enjoy yourself. <laughs> Just use your sound judgment. There you go, and here it comes. We still have the toll-free open. Somebody dropped off, probably a bad sell. Grab it at 866-916-5400. Regular lines all busy, but a wrong answer opens one up at 407-916-5400. For today's Sound Judgment Game, a little presidential history for you. Only one U.S. president has ever resigned from office. Of course, that was Richard Nixon. Now listen to some sound from Nixon's farewell speech the day he left the White House. Then, use your sound judgment to tell me how many years ago today, the 9th of August, did we hear this. Only if you've been in the deepest valley can you ever know how magnificent it is to be on the highest mountain. I am not a crook, but apparently others disagree. Uh, At any rate, here we go. How many years ago today did we hear, not my nonsense, but that from then-President Richard Nixon upon his resignation? How many years ago today? Do the math, line one, and you can be our winner. 45. Bingo. Done deal. Game over. Who says girls can't do math? (laughs) Me. What's your first name, winner? Congratulations, by the way. Um, Helen up in Apopka. Helen, good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah. So what about that water park? Are you going or are you giving the tickets away? I think we'll go and take somebody with us. Sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. You'll have the time of your life. And yeah, yeah, you're red hot as a player, but we'll cool you down at the water park. From Watergate oh. to a water park. I get yes, it. Yes, I like that. It's all amazing. What a tapestry we weave here. Anyway, hey, Helen, thanks for listening to uh, Good Morning Orlando. You've been with us a long time, haven't you? I listen almost every morning. Well, thank you. We do almost appreciate Almost every morning. Well, <laughs> there are occasional excuses. Uh, I guess you can still have the tickets then. <laughs> Stop Maybe. slacking off, Helen. <laughs> But they'll turn on you. you got to lie a little, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've never missed a show. (laughs) Hey, Helen, thank you. Congratulations. How about I have you uh, off air with Melissa in a moment. I'll put you on hold and we'll work things out, okay? Oh, great. Thank you so much. All right. Have fun now, okay? And you will, I know, at this great new water park. Headlines right now, Fox News personality Tucker Carlson is taking apparently a sudden unplanned vacation as the uproar over his comments on Monday's show that white supremacy is all a hoax. He began his vacation on Thursday, a couple of days after former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke praised Tucker Carlson for his comments. Carlson expected to return to the air on August 19th. He said on Monday, among other things, that white supremacy is a conspiracy theory used to divide the country. And it didn't fly with Fox management. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio 93.1, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Hedinger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox. Good morning, Orlando. Coming up on the 8 o'clock hour here, we still have some terrific input on the text line from a host of topics we've been talking about this morning. What do you see? 
Yeah, one person makes a really good point, says the left are doing exactly what they criticize Trump of doing. They are bullying the same thing that they fight against uh, space. They are the bullies. Yeah, we're talking about donor shaming from the left against Trump supporters. Earlier, someone mentioned about wearing MAGA hats. We've got a texter that said, I'm so sick of the progressive left's behavior that I ordered a MAGA hat. I'm going to wear it all the time. I'm a girl. I never wear hats. But the shaming on the left side has to be stopped. Everyone needs to start wearing MAGA gear all the time or we're going to lose our right of free expression. And that Walmart rifle guy, um, you know, walked through there heavily armed um, but did nothing and ultimately was taken into custody when somebody pulled the fire alarm was scared to death out in Missouri here. It says, while it's not advised, given that he was filming himself with his smartphone, uh, you know this was a stunt, but open carry activists do this stuff all the time. My question is, at what point did he break the law? I said maybe the only thing is that that's a gun-proof, uh, a gun-free uh, Walmart, which it probably is, and he has a loaded weapon. He could be in for uh, some legal action against him there. Other than that... I don't know what's illegal well, about it. having been in a Walmart, I know he wasn't violating the dress code. <laughs> no, that would be true. That would be true. Hey, it's hey, one thing it, Walmart could use as a dress code. I'm just going to throw seriously. that out there. A double dose of Yaffe on a Friday for the ride home and in prime time. Let's talk about it, buddy. Well, yes, for the ride home, we will cover national and local breaking news like we always do. Have a little fun along the way. And then at 7 p.m., I'm back on again for Beyond Reason Radio. I know many of you are really wanting a voice of reason this week, and I will be the voice of reason 7 p.m. tonight for my show, Beyond Reason Radio. Thank God. There we See? go. <laughs> Look at that. See, you proof right there. Or Yaffe, yeah. <laughs> Friday night, double dose of Yaffe. You can't do any better than that, can you? Now, um, Melissa, I want you to tee up what we're going to do at 8 that we did at 6 o'clock because we've got a lot of new folks just joining us here. Uh, Trump's thought, thinking about now going for much more extensive background checks for gun sales, maybe red flag laws. He's getting a warning on going down this road from the NRA. And so here's our question for the 8 o'clock hour. It's all about gun control. If you are a Trump supporter, where's your breaking point? What gun control measure, if called for by Trump, would cause you not to vote for him? The escalating scale we're working with, any gun control measure, red flag laws nationwide, banning high-capacity magazines, universal background checks, banning assault rifles, banning handguns. Where's your breaking point? Call us, 407-916-5800, or the text line at 23680. Do that number again. You got it wrong. 407-916-5400. That'll work. Okay. Oops. That's coming up right after the news. Speaking of the news, Alan, what do you have? How will gun control play in Congress? And how dangerous will this hurricane season be? Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes. 7.59 on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando. WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando. And W226BT Orlando. News Radio 93.1 WFLA and iHeart Radio Station. Good morning, Orlando, on a beautiful Friday. Welcome to the 50,000-watt front porch at 8 o'clock. Our latest update right now on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA FM AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, the gun debate intensifies more in one minute. From talking gun control, is there any measure he could propose that would cause you not to vote for him? If so, tell us what it is next. 
on Good Morning Orlando. 803 on News Radio 93.1. Following the two mass shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio last weekend, some in Congress want new gun laws. But can that effort overcome the opposition in Washington? Fox's Doug McAlway reports. Politicians, mostly Democrats, renew their calls for more gun control. Enough is enough. Republicans mostly resist. The NRA pushes back, confident in the loyalty of its 5 million-plus members and its clout in Washington. This time may be different. Internal squabbling, coupled with the sheer repetition of mass shootings, may have changed the dynamic. One key player in the fight appears to be signaling a step towards compromise. We're going to come up with something that's going to be really very good beyond anything that's been done so far. What the president meant by that remains to be seen. And NRA chief Wayne LaPierre has reportedly told the president that expanding background checks would not be popular with Trump supporters. That the base would um, break up over this. And uh, and we're going to test that here this morning in a moment. Do you have a breaking point with Trump? Is there some level of gun control that he could promote that would cause you not to vote for him in 2020? It's coming up. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. The lone Republican challenging the incumbent president in the 2020 election is former Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld, who has a message for Donald Trump. It's time for us to say to him what he has said to others, which is we wish you would go back to where you came from. Weld speaking in Miami, where he was joined by Democratic presidential candidates Pete Buttigieg, Cory Booker, and Bernie Sanders at the National Association of Black Journalists Convention. Am I right? He's the only other Republican running against Trump. Right. And he's still in there. Haven't heard from him in months, but he surfaced in Miami. Okay. He has. And now has gone back into hiding. I I don't know. Gone back where he came from, possibly, which I think is Massachusetts. A Polk County woman is dealing with the tragic loss of her pet. Cynthia Robinson was with her pit bull at a retention pond near Lake Mariana yesterday when a 10-foot alligator attacked the dog. Robinson says she watched helplessly as the gator pulled the 100-pound dog below the water before re-emerging with the lifeless animal in its jaws. Florida Fish and Wildlife officers are searching for the gator. It's really scary. I think a lot of folks figure that maybe it would only be a small dog that would be... uh you know, considered by a gator. But this is a powerful-looking pit bull or pit bull mm-hmm. mix, and he just took them down. What a what a scary story. The tropics may be quiet now, but they might not be for long. Not only are we now in the three-month peak of hurricane season, but NOAA forecasters are upping the number of predicted systems to 10 to 17 named storms, 5 to 9 becoming hurricanes, and 2 to 4 of them growing into Category 3 or greater. More bad news. Some of those hurricanes and major hurricanes could be longer and stronger than was predicted in May. Lead forecaster Dr. Jerry Bell says the main reason is El Nino has dissipated, meaning ocean and wind patterns are more hospitable to formation. Eric Rodriguez, News Radio 93.1 WFLA. As students return to classes in Panhandle areas still recovering from Hurricane Michael, mental health professionals will be available on demand even while the kids are at school. First Lady Casey DeSantis unveiled one of the new kiosks that will let students video chat with counselors. Even just driving here, you look over and you still see trees on roofs. Can you imagine the toll that that takes on kids? Many Panhandle students are still living in trailers or other temporary housing after Hurricane Michael. DeSantis says the kiosks have the ability to bring together students, counselors, and their parents to talk about mental health issues online. WFLA News Time is 8.07. 
These stories and others online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. News, weather, traffic. This is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henninger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox on News Radio 93.1 WFLA. Good morning to you. Delighted to have you with us on a fabulous Friday morning as we charge toward the 9 o'clock hour. Warning from the NRA to the president, don't promote background checks. You're going to lose your base. So we ask you, if you're a Trump supporter, we really only want to hear from Trump supporters right now. Do you have a breaking point on gun control with the president? Um, We got a couple of texters who were saying, yeah, but man, my Trump breaking point would be when he announces he's running as a Democrat. Another one earlier said, yeah, when we find out he hopped in the sack with Hillary, that would be it. Mm. But we're talking about is there a level of gun control that would cause you, if the president promoted it, um, to not vote for him in 2020? Can you give us the sliding, escalating scale here for you to consider, and then we'll want your calls and your texts on this. Right, bud. Uh, The escalating scale of your breaking point with Donald Trump would be if he supports any gun gun control measure, supports red flag laws nationwide, supports banning high-capacity magazines, supports universal background checks, supports banning assault rifles, or supports banning handguns. Where do you draw the line with President Trump and gun control? Let us know at 407-916-5400, toll-free 866-916-5400, or on the text line at 23680. And just as on the phones, we welcome your first name or town, but it is optional. Um, Standard message and data rates apply. That's the question. Is there a breaking point for you on gun control with this president if you're a Trump supporter? You're next, right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. And that occurs shortly. Would I be right, Alan? Yeah, approximately two minutes from now, bud, on Good Morning Orlando, where it's 8.09. Headlines right now. In the wake of the two massacres, El Paso and Dayton, a new poll is out from Morning Consult on gun control. It says overall 73% of American voters support stricter gun laws, including 54% of Republicans. And speaking of Republicans, Trump voters here, 55% in the poll, would be okay with banning assault rifles. 90% say they would back universal background checks for gun sales, something the president reportedly wants to promote, but has been hesitant to do so, particularly with a warning from the NRA. Updates at least every 10 minutes on the top stories for you, and good morning, Orlando. Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando. So will you be with the president no matter what he might promote in the way of gun control? Or is there a breaking point for you? Any gun control measure might be the breaking point. Red flag laws, uh, banning high-capacity magazines, universal background checks, banning assault rifles, banning handguns. To the phones we go. And, Al, thank you for waiting. And good morning from Winter Garden, good morning. Al. Uh, good morning. How are you? Several um, years ago, I watched the. Hello, you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, several years ago, I watched a movie that sent chills up my spine. It was called The Minority Report. And at that time, I enjoyed the movie, but I, and I figured this will never happen in our country. Explain what The Minority uh, so Report, explain what that movie was about in 10 seconds for folks who didn't see it. 
Yeah, Minority Report was basically a movie in which uh, before you committed a crime, they did some kind, you know, they knew that you were capable of committing a crime and they predicted criminal behavior and you would be arrested before committing the crime. Right. That's where we are now with gun control, with the red flag. If if some judge somewhere thinks that you may be capable of committing a crime, they're going to take your gun. This is un-American. Now, let me ask you, Al, very quickly. Al, 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 can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? the left has always wanted. I I don't know why he can't hear me. That's very strange. But we have a red flag law here. Put him back on. I got a question for you. Okay, he's still going there. There's something wrong with the hookup. I guess my question, it sounds like if the president were to promote red flag laws nationwide, that he'd be done with Trump. What Al was telling me on the phone was that it, Brings up guilty, not innocent. Guilty, and then you have to prove yourself innocent. I get get the concept. I do. Yeah. Uh, So is there a breaking point with the president on what he might promote in the way of gun control for you, Dan, as you join us from Chuliota? No, sir. uh, I'd still vote for him because he's the least of the uh, uh, evils out there. Uh, But at the same time, there's nothing that you can do with gun control laws that's going to change what happened. Got it. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And Yaffe and I've had that discussion before. You know, Yaffe, I mean, background checks would not have stopped either one of these two guys who engineered El Paso and Dayton and the slaughter there. Well, yeah, and that's my biggest thing when they talk about expanding background checks or universal background checks. Convince me that that would have stopped one of these shooters. And I haven't seen a convincing argument for that yet. And I know you brought up the fact that the mother called, right? And, and said, my son's got a weapon I don't think he should have. And yeah, said, but no names we were revealed, do. and the cops said, well, he hasn't done anything illegal. He's over 21, you know, and you right. think about what might have been, but never, you know, it was never an intervention. Ed is in Apopka. Breaking point with you and the president on gun control? There's nothing, bud, man. I would vote for him no matter what. But I do have some problems with some of the things that he's talking about doing. And again, like the gentleman said a couple callers before, if we get Kamala Harris or Biden or one of those guys in office, well, our Second Amendment rights will be gone. They will they will chip away at it, chip away at it, and then we'll have nothing in a few years. So, yeah, it's the foot no, in the door, the foot in the door, and the slippery slope. It looks like the president may, and Mitch McConnell may go for a Senate Majority Leader. Something he you know he's been a roadblock against might be more universal background checks and red flag laws. But is there a breaking point there for you where you would say, that's it, I won't vote Democrat, but I'm sitting it out, which is essentially, if you don't vote for Trump, a vote for the Democrats. Do you have a breaking point? You know, it's interesting looking on the text line. They're very. Some of them are very similar to the callers where they say they will still support Trump even if they don't like some of what he's pushing right now. So even if they did background checks and other stuff, they would still support him, but they don't like it. It's kind of a trend I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. If you have a breaking point, or maybe you don't, on Trump with gun control, let's talk about it. Love to get your take. We got more callers, we got more texters than we can possibly handle, but we'll do our very best to get you all on. So that is just ahead. Uh, Right now, an update for you on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic. Stay right where you are. It happens in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines now on the gun control front. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is not going to cancel the ongoing Senate recess over gun violence issue. However, he says that expanding background checks and red flag laws will be front and center when the Senate returns from its break after Labor Day. He also noted that he has tasked three Senate committees 
to address gun violence. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Alan, the NRA is warning the president, don't get down the gun control route on background checks or anything else. You're going to lose your base and lose the election. And the White House is worried about voters who have no tolerance for any gun control, even though they have been ardent Trump supporters. And we got a couple of them on the text line. We do. We have one text reading, I am the biggest Trump supporter, but if there's anything, anything signed taking away Second Amendment rights, I'll stay home in 2020. It's over. And this text, I've been a Republican and have voted Republican my entire life. Without a strong Second Amendment, the USA is lost. As painful as it is to say, any new gun control is a betrayal of Trump's base. He's already done too much damage to our gun rights by talking about the easily abused red flag laws as if he could ever agree with them. Any further support of gun control, and I'm done with him. That's what the White House is worried about. Jim, you've been waiting a long time from Lakeland. Uh, Do you have a breaking point on gun control with the president? No. No matter what, you're still a Trump guy. Well, stop and think about it. That list that you presented has been tried before, and it still didn't work. But let let me give you a definition to work with and put it in the mix. An assault rifle is a weapon, it's crew-served, belt-fed, fully automatic. And one other point, as far as Walmart's concerned, get real. That sign you got outside that says gun-free zone, might as well say target-rich environment. All right. So no matter what gun control the president might pitch, you might not like it, but you would still vote for him? Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, what about it, gang? What are your thoughts on all of this here? Because clearly this is what the White House is worried about. The president promised that he would pitch background checks in his address to the nation earlier this week in the wake of the slaughters in um, El Paso and in Dayton, Ohio, but then he backed away from it. And now there's a big debate going on, apparently, maybe just with himself, but also uh, with aides in the White House about whether or not he ought to take what appears to be a gun control window of opportunity and pitch extensive gun control background checks and uh, maybe red flag laws. I'm trying to figure out what what influence the NRA has in all of this, because supposedly Wayne LaPierre called the president and when he talked about background checks and said, don't do that, you're going to lose support, as you have mentioned. And we also have Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, who's blocked background check legislation Who's received more than a million dollars in contributions from the NRA? Well, I don't think it's the NRA, the organization that they're worried about. I mean, overall, statistically, the NRA doesn't give as much money as a lot of other things. But it's the support the NRA has, the amount of members they have, and the amount of people, Republicans especially, that support the NRA, like the Texas we're getting, that I think McConnell and Trump are really worried about. And when they know that someone in the NRA says something, they know that there's a lot of NRA supporters that agree. Before we wrap this red-hot topic, what about that text line? Wow, there's a lot going on. Uh, Someone just called out a couple of those texts from ardent Republicans as being fake. I don't believe them, they say. Mm. Red flag laws, another one says, will be a deal breaker. Don't give Democrats anything they can use against the Christians. 
And how about this? It's very simple. I will never vote to give Democrats power. That's it. So there is no breaking point there. It appears that way. And well, what, for that Trump supporter, but yeah. for others, Alan, you read them. Yeah. I think they're real. Zero tolerance. Yeah. Despite what this texter says that they were fake, I, I think those were real uh, Republicans and Trump supporters saying, hey, there is a breaking point. Yep. All right. Um, we're going to follow it. You can count on us here uh, on this very important topic. And it's an explosive topic right now in the uh, the post-El Paso and Dayton climate in which we find ourselves. It's a bit of a game changer um, over what period of time, who knows. Um, but thank you for taking the temperature uh, of our audience here of Trump supporters. Very interesting what we got from you. Trouble at various Walmarts and a murder-suicide in celebration. Those stories and others, plus elsewhere and traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 8.30 on Good Morning Orlando. Stay right where you are because we're going to tell you about a brand new movie where Hollywood is set to hunt deplorables. That's coming up, but right now Alan's going to get us up to date on the news. These Walmart stories keep coming one after the other, and they are scary. But a Tampa-area Walmart is dealing with another bizarre incident. 56-year-old Michael Hudson was arrested yesterday after police say he drove his golf cart into the store in Gibsonton and hit several customers. No one was seriously hurt. Now, this is the same Walmart where a man allegedly threatened a shooting last Sunday just after the deadly mass shooting at the Walmart in El Paso, Texas. Meanwhile, a heavily armed man walked into a Walmart in Springfield, Missouri, and a chaotic scene followed. Police say he video recorded himself walking around the store and recorded people's reactions. He's under arrest. He was compliant with us, um, but um, his intent was not to cause peace or, or, or comfort to anybody that was in the business here. In fact, he's lucky he's alive still, to be honest. Springfield Police Lieutenant Mike Lucas says... The man had about 100 rounds of ammunition on him and was wearing body armor and military fatigues. No shots were fired. No one was hurt. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Osceola County deputies say the deaths yesterday of an elderly couple in celebration appear to be a murder-suicide. The body of the 83-year-old wife was found in the home on East Park Drive. The 84-year-old husband's body was found in the backyard. A firearm was discovered in the house. Sheriff Russ Gibson said there were no signs of forced entry. This is an isolated incident. We want to let the people of Celebration know that uh, you're not in any danger. I'm telling you, it just breaks your heart. That's how sad it is. Uh, when you see somebody that these two folks that are in their 80s and, and to lose their life like this. Names of the victims were not immediately released. A state trooper is hurt after a crash in Orange County. It happened last night at a crash scene on I-4 near the Sand Lake Road exit. The Florida Highway Patrol says the trooper was in a patrol car in the median when his cruiser was hit by a pickup truck. The trooper suffered minor injuries. No one else was hurt. Two workers are injured after a small explosion yesterday afternoon at Raymond James Stadium, home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The blast brought on by a gas line ignited near a vending area in the 300 level of the stadium left the venue with minimal damage, but workers did suffer burns and were taken to a Tampa area trauma wing. Tampa police say they have begun an investigation into the incident at Raymond James Stadium. The Buccaneers are currently out of town, set to face the Pittsburgh Steelers in preseason action on Friday. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. And elsewhere. Elsewhere. 
little warning for you. Beware of medical advice from Queen Bee. Baby, I can feel your A British medical group says the intense diet plan that Beyonce has been hyping could be hazardous to your health. Ooh. Last month on YouTube, the singer backed the 22 Days Nutrition Plan. Now, this plan requires dieters to give up sugar, carbs, dairy, meat, fish, and alcohol for three weeks. It calls for an intake of less than 1,400 calories per day, well below the recommended 2,000 for women and 2,500 for men. Nutritionists say without a team of trainers, much like Beyonce has, the average person could be in danger when following this diet. That doesn't sound to me like there's anything palatable left to eat, no. Kathy. Oh, I was just saying it sounds like she's just starving herself. Pretty much. I mean, that's, that's basically what you're doing under 1,400 well, calories a day and you can't eat half the food out there. I'm glad Beyonce's finally getting in shape. She has really let herself go. <laughs> Stop I, it. Stop uh, it. <laughs> Have a hankering for a drink? You know, about this time of the week, I think we all do here on Good Morning Orlando. (laughs) Well, how about a drink from Ukraine, more specifically Chernobyl? A team of researchers in the United Kingdom has developed a vodka called Atomic, made from grain grown in the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Oh, glow-in-the-dark cocktails. Well, but it turns out the (laughs) vodka is not radioactive. Scientists analyzed the spirit and could not find any radioactivity. What, are you going to believe what the Russians tell you? There's only, this is the United Kingdom that uh, came up with this, UK researchers. Now, there's only one bottle of Atomic so far, but the team behind it hopes to produce as many as 500 bottles a year, which they will sell to raise money for communities around the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Oh, that's a good thing. It's a good cause. All right. And finally, your bowl of cereal is about to get bigger. Always have to be lucky charms. The crunchy old cereal with rainbow marshmallow surprises. Pink hearts, yellow moons, orange stars, green clovers, and blue diamonds. Lucky Charms is putting its marshmallows-only bags back on shelves. And this time, the marshmallows are full size. Lucky Charms made the announcement yesterday on Instagram, captioning, Magically delicious in every form. This isn't the first time Lucky Charms has put out marshmallow-only cereal, and like in the past, these new bags will only be available for a limited time. What about it? You know, that's pure sugar, but it's got to be say, good. I you're just having a bowl of marshmallows at that point? With yes, milk? yes, you are. You know how long it takes to dig the marshmallows out of a regular box at your Lucky Charms? This would be very convenient. I bet you know, Melissa. Yes, I do. So I'm glad they're doing this whole marshmallow thing. You want to see me on sugar? What? But yeah. I don't think they're on the Beyonce diet. I was just no. going to say, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not waiting for the Beyonce endorsement commercial <laughs> for Lucky Charms marshmallows only. Find mm. more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Alan, I was just checking the text line and your story about the golf cart guy who just ran amok at a Walmart and yeah. injured some people here. A texter says, all right, now we need golf cart control laws and background checks for golf cart <laughs> purchases. Point well made off what we and, were talking and, about and in terms of gun asks, control. Somebody asks, why are all the weirdos taking their hate out on poor Walmart? Yeah, it seems <laughs> like it, doesn't it? Um, in a moment... Uh, the lefties in Hollywood have got a new movie coming out, although they're getting really nervous about whether to put it out 
after what just happened in El Paso and what happened in Dayton and, uh, and, and the level of, of rancor and rhetoric across the political spectrum here. The movie is titled The Hunt, where elite liberals hunt conservatives called in the movie reportedly deplorables, literally hunt them down and kill them. We're talking about it here in a moment, right after we update Orlando's news, weather and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines putting a button on our talk of gun control here this morning. Orlando's mayor, part of a nationwide call for new gun laws. Buddy Dyer and more than 200 others in the U.S. Conference of Mayors have signed a letter addressed to each party's top senator. The letter urging Republican Mitch McConnell and Democrat Chuck Schumer to support two bills designed to close background check loopholes. Congress out of session right now. The letter also urges McConnell and Schumer to call their colleagues back immediately. No indication that's about to happen. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. TM Orlando, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. News Radio 93.1. You know, it's the Hollywood crowd that's always blasting Trump for his incendiary rhetoric and his hate speech, and he's ginning up hatred and dividing America. He's a racist, bigot, blah, 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 blah. You would think then that the Hollywood crowd would be the last group that would want to be responsible for putting out a movie like the one that is coming entitled The Hunt. If you haven't heard about this, it's still planned to be released in late September, although they're getting really nervous about it in the wake of what just happened in Dayton and in El Paso. It's billed as a satire that follows these Wealthy, liberal, elite thrill-seekers who jet their way to a five-star resort and then go out in the wild, and um, they have about a dozen Make America Great Again Trump types who they have rounded up in a clearing, and the elite liberals go and literally hunt them down to kill them. The hunt features guns blazing along with other ultraviolet killings, as the elites pick off their prey. Here's a bit from the trailer. You're in the glorious state of Arkansas, sweetheart. Your idea is incredible. I can't argue with that. We pay for everything. So this country belongs to us. It's just business. Hunting human beings for sport. They're not human beings. According to the Hollywood Reporter publication, the characters in the film refer to the victims as deplorables, which, of course, is what Hillary famously dubbed Trump supporters during the 2016 campaign. Now, there is some unconfirmed reporting that in the end, the deplorables come back and get the liberal elites. But who cares in the grand scheme of things? Yaffe, my problem with this and Melissa is that in, in this particular climate, when you are denouncing Trump for being the one who incites hatred and violence, you, the Hollywood crowd, put this kind of movie in theaters across America. I got to be honest with you. I might be the only conservative out there who really doesn't have a big problem with this movie. I'm because, ready. Because, I mean, Doesn't the bad- it, if nothing else, betray the hypocrisy of, of 
the Hollywood crowd and what they say about the deplorables and the one they support, Trump, and then, you know, and, and then they're putting out something here. Well, I mean, it's violent. Yeah, if you want to talk about general violence, but um, the liberal leader, the bad guys in the movie. And the good guys are the deplorables yeah, trying to fight back. The conservatives are the heroes. So it's kind of hard for me to be upset at that because they're the ones that are actually the good guys. It makes the liberal elites look really bad in the movie. So I'm like, okay. And the premise has been used over and over again, hunting humans. It's based on an old short story. There have been other movies about it in the past. I think we're being, in my opinion, we're being a little oversensitive about Oh, well, this. let me ask you, what do you think? The storyline on the hunt as we know it right now. Problem with it? If so, on what level? No problem? Let us know. 407-916-5400 or text us at 23680. Trump supporter types, deplorables as they're named in the movie. Is that a problem for you or not? I don't like it for the reasons I cited. Yaffe and Melissa don't seem to be quite as agitated as the Budman. That's been known to happen a time or two, but uh, what do you think? 407-916-5400 or the text line 23680. Love to get your take on this before we wrap things up, because that movie is coming. An update now, though, on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes. So listen closely. It's coming right here on News Radio 93.1 WFLA-FM AM 540 and the iHeartRadio app. Headlines right now. Democratic presidential candidate urging Americans to call out President Trump's racism. Pete Buttigieg making the comment at the National Association of Black Journalists convention in Miami yesterday, where Bernie Sanders and Cory Booker also spoke. The rest of the Democrats were up at the Iowa State Fair. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the Tom Stories all morning for you, and good morning, Orlando. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. Alan Spector, the Budman, Yaffe, and Melissa were talking about this movie, The Hunt, from Universal, which depicts elite liberals hunting so-called deplorables. And we're wondering, how would a movie like The Hunt play in Beaverton, Oregon? Well, we can find out because on the line from Beaverton, Oregon, is Vaughn, who's been listening on the iHeartRadio app. Vaughn, welcome. Thank you so much. I am with 100% in the camp of Yaffe. Um, I remember a movie, Surviving the Game, and it featured Ice-T. If the liberals, if they remade Surviving the Game today, and the liberals were going crazy because they were hunting a homeless man named Ice-T, could you imagine what we would be saying about them? Could we please not be snowflakes about this? It's a movie. They went after it, and they remade a thing that has been redone a hundred times. And we win. Hey, are you a regular on are you a regular on Good Morning Orlando from three thousand miles away in Beaverton, Oregon, Vaughn? Yeah, I pretty much listen every morning. Wow. Are you from Central Florida or you just live out there and you connected with us through the iHeart Radio app? Uh yeah, iHeart connected me. Um cool. I listen to uh if I can mention another program, Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. You guys run them. Yeah, George Norris. Uh, so yeah. Then, yeah, and so then uh uh, you guys just, uh, you've kept me, uh, you've been my neighbors for um, a while now. Love and, that. Uh, probably about three or four years. Well, and, and, uh, and yeah, I enjoy the show. And you guys, uh, you have good takes. And uh, you can't get any of these takes in Beaverton. 
what what can you get in Beaverton? That's the question. <laughs> oh, you know, Beaverton is actually a beautiful city. It's uh, it is not. It, it's quite the opposite of Portland. Um, mm. We have a really clean city. Uh, we have great roads. We have great police force. All right. Um, we have a we have a, we have a fairly liberal city council, but they really do take care of the community. I mean, there's. Uh, now, Portland, on the other hand, is a train wreck. It's uh, you, you have to drive a, a four-wheel drive down there in order to save suspension. You can't take sports cars down there. You wreck your car. Vaughn trashing um, Portland, but uh, he's the darling of the Beaverton Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I to say with their tourism industry. And we thank you. Got to go here, Vaughn. We're out of time, as you know, because you're a regular. You know, when the show wraps, you got a few minutes for a couple of texters who aren't at all happy with the Hunt movie. Yeah, one person said the movie The Hunt is wrong on every level and should not be released. There, there, there. Oh, another one says if they want to make a movie about the leftards, just try taking out all the weapons. Oh, you're funny. There you go. One person did say, I agree with Yaffe. I thought it was a right-wing movie. Shows the rich liberals as the bad guys and the deplorables as the misunderstood heroes. Yep. All right, we'll see. Yaffe, you're on the hunt for whatever happens today, and you'll be talking about it on the ride home. Yes, PM Orlando, 5 to 6 p.m., then Beyond Reason Radio, 7 to 8 p.m. For Alan, Yaffe, Melissa, the Budman here, thanks for a great show. You're the best audience in talk radio. You prove it every day. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.